0: Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call that would like to say good morning?
1: Good morning, Susie. is Brother Michael.
0: Good morning, Brother Michael. Good to hear your voice. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you, too. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Does anyone else join the call, who would like to say good morning on this beautiful day that the Lord has let us see? Good
1: morning, my name is Eva
0: Good morning, sister Yvonne, and yes, God is good all the time. Yes, he is. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You good too. Thank you. Hey Susie. How you doing? I'm Happy doing Thursday. G- I'm doing good. Happy Thursday to you too. Oh good. It's good to hear your voice. Good to hear yours too. <laughs> Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call?
1: Good morning. Happy
0: Thursday. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I know you're... I know your voice. You have a wonderful day.
1: You do the same.
0: God bless you. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Did anyone else join the call or would like to say good morning on this beautiful morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Would anyone else like to say good morning? anyone else join the call? It's a beautiful day that the Lord let us see. Let's all be joyful and rejoice in it. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is anyone else joined the call? Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. How are you?
2: Well, thank you. you well. highly
0: welcome. Oh, it's wonderful. You have a wonderful day. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Good Happy morning. Thursday. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Happy Thursday to you as well.
2: Thank you, Susie.
0: You're so welcome. <coughs> Does anyone else join the call?
1: Good morning. Hi, this is Melinda.
0: Good morning. Uh, you have a wonderful morning. day as well.
1: You do. You should do the same. Can Thank I ask for a prayer request?
0: Uh, sure, you can. And who is this again?
1: This is Melinda. Melinda. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just asking for prayer for my son, Fabian. He's laying his father to rest from COVID on today, and they had a, a strange relationship when he passed, so I'm just asking that the Lord give him peace um, where he's really heavy. Okay, so his name is Fabian, and he's
0: laying his father to rest today. Yeah. And what else?
1: Um, did he just have peace where um their a relationship was a strained when he passed? They were not on good terms,
0: okay, so you went he went excuse me, I was trying to write it down, so mm-hmm. the rest is it son Fabian Lang, father Therese, he has, and what was the rest?
1: He was on bad terms with his father when he passed on Oh.
0: yes, yeah. okay, we sure will. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you too. Has anyone else joined the call before we get started? Morning,
2: morning, morning,
0: everyone. Good morning. This And Elsie. Hi, Susie. Good morning. Good morning, Elsie. And who else was that that was saying good morning?
3: Good morning. It's magnificent. Oh, good
0: morning, magnificent. Okay, well before we move forward, we do ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed.
2: Can I get one more prayer request? I'm sorry.
0: Uh, who is this?
2: This is Sister Sylvia. Can I wanna ask for prayer for the Fort family in F O R T. Uh, yes. Yes. They um
1: lost a family member due to COVID. It's my sister and, and her.
2: Her, brother, her husband's family in Mississippi. So thank you, the fourth Okay,
0: wait a minute, Sister Sylvia. You were, okay, so it's for the fourth family and go ahead yes. again, where I can get it down correctly.
2: I said the fourth family, he lost a relative due to the COVID.
0: Okay, thank you. Can I add a prayer
2: request real quick, Susie?
0: Just a minute, and who is this?
2: This is LT.
0: LC. LT. Okay. Leticia. Oh, Leticia. Okay, I'll just say yes, LT. Ma'am. <laughs> and what is your prayer request? Um, I need prayer for
2: my lupus. It is really out of control. I'm swollen all over.
0: Oh. Okay.
2: I'm really hurting really bad. But by the grace of God, I can still feel it, and I'm still
4: walking and delivering meals. So thank you, Jesus, for that.
0: Okay, you have it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Have a wonderful
4: day.
0: You too. Okay, so wait. Okay, well, <clears throat> excuse me, but before we do move forward, we do ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. And good morning again. My name is Susie, and I am your hostess. And thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in January, where our new monthly is called, Purpose. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding purpose and finding and walking in your purpose. There are two announcements today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Woman's Group, hosted by Miss Lisa Porter. It will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature. And that's by Peter Sazereau. The call takes place from 6 o'clock p.m. Excuse me, 6 to 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific time right here by dialing the same number tonight. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. DeclareVictory.org PayPal.me forward slash Declare Victory or Cash App dollar sign I Declare Victory now. We pray many blessings by our heavenly Father, be returned to you for giving and trusting in Him. We do have three prayer requests that were spoken. Melinda is <clears throat> asking us to pray for son Fabian as he is laying his father to rest, and he was on bad terms. Second is from Sylvia, from Sylvia Fort, from Sylvia. Asking that we pray for the Ford family who lost a relative due to COVID. Hmm. And LK is asking for prayer for lupus. The pain is really bad. Okay. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Dondria. The declaration will be brought by Angela. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. And I will repeat that, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Dondria. The declaration will be brought by Angela. Then we will go right right into the closing comments by Lady Claire. The scripture for today is Romans 8 and 28. And we that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. Who have been called according to his purpose. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. And at this time, we do ask that you put your phones on mute and tell instructor to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Dondria. Everyone have a wonderful and blessed day. God bless you all. <sighs>
3: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father God, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We call you Jehovah Jireh. We thank you, Lord God, for being our provider, Lord God. We call you Jehovah Nisi, Lord God. We thank you for being our ban- banner, Lord God. We call you Jehovah Shalom, Lord God. We thank you for being our peace, Lord God. Our peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord God. We thank you for being Jehovah Shama, Lord God. Always present, ever present, always with us. The most omnipotent, the most all-knowing, all-powerful God, Lord God. And so we thank you. And more than anything these days, Lord God, we thank you for being Jehovah Gabor, the God who wars for us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. And we continue to call on your name as Jehovah Rafa, our healer, Lord God, and and Abba, Father, Lord God, thank you that you have adopted us into the beloved, Lord God. You said if any two of us agree on earth concerning anything, Father God, anything we ask you, Lord God, you would do it for us, Lord God, and so we thank you, Lord God, as we stand in the power of agreement, Lord God. We bless your name, Lord God, so we declare victory for all of us who may be suffering, Lord God, disease in our bodies, mind, body, and spirit, Lord God, and the prayer, Lord God, offered in faith will make a sick person well, Lord God, and you will rise them up, Lord God. So again, we thank you. We call on you, Jehovah Rapha, since you made us and formed us in your likeness and breathed into a Ruha breath, Lord God, the breath of life. We speak life, health, and strength to those in the hospitals and on their sick beds. Lord God, we thank you for life, health, and strength for those infected and afflicted. Lord God, with all manner of disease and disorders, and they must cease dysfunction in their bodies. Lord God, we thank you that you said healing and deliverance. Lord God, is the children's bread. So we speak divine healing, restoration to the eight. Systems, The eight bodily systems, Lord God, that you so intricately wove together, Lord God. We thank you for our muscular system, Lord God, our endocrine system, Lord God, our glandular system, our cardiovascular, our heart system, Lord God, our nervous and circulatory systems, Lord God. We thank you for the circulatory system that circulates the blood, Lord God, for there's life in the blood, Lord God. We thank you for our respiratory system, Lord God, where you breathed into us the breath of life, that Ruach breath, Lord God. We thank you for the skeletal system that allows us to walk. And you told us to go and to be a blessing into all the land, and into all the nations, Lord God, in Africa, Lord God. In Europe, Lord God, we pray for our brothers and sisters being killed and persecuted around the nation, Lord God, being killed and beheaded in Nigeria and Europe and Oakland and Atlanta and Florida, Lord God, um, Mississippi, Miami, Milwaukee, Lord God, Detroit, you know where they're just slaying our brothers and sisters in the street, Lord God. And so we call on you again, Jehovah Rapha, the God who wars for us, Lord God or your um your people appear to be despised, Lord God, but we know that you know all Lord God, and so we thank you that you send your warring angels on our behalf, Lord God. And you said, if any, if we have sinned against you, Lord God, on our sick beds, Lord God, and we can ask you and we receive, your, uh, we receive your forgiveness, Lord God, your forgiveness for all of our sins, we ask you to cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness, and we don't take that lightly that you sent your beloved son to be humiliated and sacrificed and shed his sinless blood on the cross for each and every one of our sins, Lord God. And right now, Lord God, we ask for healing for Fabian, Lord God, mind, body, and spirit as he prepares to lay his father to rest, Lord God, and you would give him peace, Lord God, regarding the um, situation in his relationship with his father, Lord God. You would give him peace and the maturity to develop and um, come to a place of, of comfort, Lord God, because you're the God of all comfort. All of us, Lord God, that are going forward to lay love our loved ones to rest, Lord God, doing this horrible season of COVID and pestilence, Lord God. We're praying for the Fort family, Lord God, as they prepare to lay their beloved and loved ones to rest, Lord God. And so many of us have lost so many. We're um, praying for nourishing, Lord God, as she continues to heal, Lord God. We're praying for LT, Lord God, as she continues to heal from lupus, Lord God, not her lupus, but the disease in her body, Lord God, that you hung bled and died lord god we plead the blood of jesus over those things lord god that are not like you lord god you said no good thing with you withhold from us who walk rightly before you and so we glorify we thank you lord god as you continue to strengthen us as we walk worthy of the calling that you placed on our lives lord god so we thank you for healing lord god for josiah 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 lord god continue lord god we thank you lord god for uh DeMarie and dionte lord god and lionel lord god and each and every one of our beloved children, Lord God, children that are going through things. We thank you, Lord God, for healing, Lord God, for every spoken and unspoken prayer request. You know what we stand in need of, Lord God. We thank you for the nevertheless, Lord God, the nevertheless that you would give us wisdom, Lord God, how to continue to operate. We continue to focus on you, Lord God, keep our eyes on you, the author and the finisher of our faith, Lord God. We call you, we call on you, Belperazim, Lord God, the God of breakthrough, Lord God, that you would Send us breakthrough in our health, Lord God, and our finances, our family issues, our communications, our generational strongholds, our health, and our prayers, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We bless your holy name, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your divine healing, Lord God, and unto the Lamb, Lord God, in the midst of the throne, Lord God, and we release your peace, your power, your divine purpose over your people, Lord God, to execute, Lord God, and to walk in the authority that you've given us, Lord God, to stand against the. Um, against the times, Lord God, you said when sin comes in like a flood, that you would lift up a standard, Lord God. And I believe in this time, our the standard, Lord God, will be our prayers, Lord God. And you will send the angels to minister on our behalf as we as we execute and stand on your word, Lord God. And you said that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against authorities and principalities and rulers and spiritual wickedness in high places, Lord God. So we you told us to taste and see, Lord God, that you're good, Lord God. And so we thank you, Lord God. That we would continue to focus on you, not just with our eyes, Lord God, and not just, Lord God, but for the purpose that you called us for, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, we that focus on you, El- Elion, the Most High God, Lord God, with our whole soul, mind, body, and spirit, Lord God. And again, we thank you for your ministering angels, Lord God, to minister to your children, Lord God, that are designated as heirs to inherit salvation, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God, for who you called us to be. And, Lord God, and mostly, Right now, Lord God, we thank you yesterday for our, you said, you sent your beloved son, Lord God, um, in Isaiah 9 and 2, Lord God, or 9 and 6, Lord God, and so we thank you that um, you said the government will be on his shoulders, Lord God, so we thank you for our transition in government as we continue to Walk in our purpose, Lord God. We ask you to cover and to pray for our new president, Joseph Robinette Biden, and our vice president, Kamala D. Harris, and their families and their loved ones, Lord God, and our nation, Lord God, and all of the incoming administration, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can work um, together, Lord God, on both sides of the aisle, Lord God and you um you established government lord god with the 12 sons of israel lord god and jacob lord god and so we thank you lord god that it would operate decently and in order that you would be glorified that you would be lifted up lord god and we arrest those spirits and those things that come to cause division and chaos lord god we plead the blood of jesus against those things again you are warring angels, Lord God. We um, decree and declare demolition of all those things that are not like you, that are not pleasing in your sight, Lord God. Those things that want to exalt themselves above you, Lord God. And so we thank you, Lord God, that we will put on the whole armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, Lord God. Go with the sword of the spirit, Lord God, our feet shod with the preparation, with the peace of gospel, Lord God, that we would go forward, Lord God, and stand who you called us to be, the purpose for which you called us, Lord God. And so you we thank you you said if my people who are called by my name lord god would humble themselves and seek your face and turn from our wicked ways then would we hear from heaven then would you heal our land lord god so we're asking you to heal our land Lord God, as you take our phones off mute and go into corporate praise together, Lord God, we thank you for healing of our land. Lord God,
1: thank you for for Thank you Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> That they put you on the Thank you I thought they to treat you that you I'm you in I'm that you are in I'm that you are in the the are in the that are I'm not for the good. Well, thank thank for thank a you We part of the And that i Yeah, we to the thank you lord i thank you lord i thank you Thank you, ready to so when you, you bring us into a land
3: which you swore to our Father, I forsake Lord oh God, to give you a great and splendid thing that we
1: did not build and houses will and
3: something for you to not build, Lord God, and
1: terms that we did not dig, Lord God, and things and policies that we did not build, Lord God, and be ever mindful, Lord God, that we need and we better than us what you're doing we lot are going to to change, and we may focus on the field on there. God, we thank you. We thank you that we love it. Thank you for going and access the land and double for God in the land. Instead of Hussain, Lord God, we receive a double portion. Instead of grace, Lord God, we will be rejoice in your inheritance, Lord God. And you, Lord God. So we will inherit double portion in our land. We thank
3: you for the Double poor viewers. Thank you, Lord God.
1: <laughs> We thank you that you will enjoy the place of our team and our business Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the front line. Thank you, Lord God, for the, work, God. Go the work, Lord God, doing this Thank you, for the work, God, work, Thank you, Lord God, for you work of you, Lord God. Thank you. Protect them in their Protect come in and them go out. your Have Family, Family. 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 reconciliation restoration, thank you a level ofcy Lord. you the uh, mm-hmm. level of ability uh, in their homes, Lord God, that you would spend the protector, Lord God, as they call on you, Lord
3: God, for protection and mm-hmm. in our mind, body and spirit, Lord God. We thank you for who Hallelujah. you are and all of your glory, Lord God. Our heart sings, Lord God. You're holy, mm-hmm. holy, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for who you are, Lord God. We bless your name, Lord God. We thank you Lord God according to your riches and glory Lord God that you would be, we would be strengthened with might by your spirit in our inner man Lord God and that Christ being rooted and Christ that Christ would dwell in our hearts by faith Lord God being rooted and grounded in love Lord God. We thank you Lord God. We praise you and we love you. In Jesus name we pray. We thank you Lord God as we pass the call to the declarant.
2: Amen. God bless you all on this morning. We thank God for um, our greeting and our prayer. We thank God this morning for you all. Good morning, everyone. It is a pleasure to be with you again. This is your sister. This is Angela Holmes. And um, again, it's an honor to come before you on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday morning. And this morning we are still Um, In the presence of uh, purpose, thank God for it. So let us move forward. Father, we bless you. We praise you. We worship you, God. Father, I sit as your vessel. Hallelujah. Oh, God, let a hot coal touch my lips, God, Father, and that I only speak, Father, what you say, God. Let your word go forth and fall on good ground, Father, and let it enrich the soil, Father, that it rests upon And Father, we know that you will water it, God, and we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, amen. Hallelujah. I'm so glad to be back with you all. It's been a little while, and we just want to remind everyone to check your phone. We hear some background noise. We hear it's beeping. It sounds like a um, smoke detector battery out (laughs) So, if we do, you could please triple check your phones, just take a look at it, even if you feel that you did push mute um um just check it so God bless you. so let us get going now today this morning is going to be a little different in my meditation um as to where to go um this is where I was led, and I am very comfortable that this was the leading of the Lord, and so um. So let's get started. This month we're talking about purpose, and I know we have a, a full net of people. Some people know their purpose. Some people are seeking their purpose. Some people um, may not have even started out, even asking God, "What is my purpose?" So let me tell you about a story. And uh, sorry, let me tell you about a story about a guy named Gideon. So in the book of Judges, um, the children of Israel, um, God's children were in a tough spot. As you know, throughout the Old Testament, the children of Israel were consistently in tough spots and God would bring them out. Well, Gideon, um, he was, and I'm going to kind of fast forward. We're going to, it's about Judges 6, I believe, and about 11. So, Gideon came from a family, and in Gideon's mind, um, Gideon thought that, you know, he was small. He was small in the eyes of the people around him. Gideon's self esteem was only as high as his environment. They um, painted a picture for him how far he can go, what their tribe could do um, by the number of their tribe. They were always labeled by who they were the number of their tribe, who their parents were, and that told them what they can do. So Gideon, um, being a part of his family, said, okay, in his mind, this is what it is. I accept that. So now, um, as the the children of Israel would go out and they would plant things and they would say, you know, I want to plant this vineyard. And so the enemy would come and destroy it. They would go to sleep, and everything that they did, the enemy would come and destroy it the next day or the next night. So Gideon was hiding in the wine press, threshing wheat. And that's a whole nother story right there because you don't thresh wheat in a, a wine press. So it's already something odd. And God saw him. He didn't have to go find him, he knew where he was, and he called out to him. And God called him called him a mighty man of valor. Now, mind you, this is while Gideon is in a state of mind, that he is not a mighty man. His tribe is not. He is not even in his very own family. And as you read the story, you can hear how Gideon, he knew that it was God talking to him, but he still had doubts about who he was. God called him a mighty man of valor, even when he was in doubt and fear. See, God calls us where he sees we are going. I'm going to say that again. God calls us by where he sees that we are going, not where we are right now. That's why when we have, when we're around young people, when we, Have babies, grandchildren, children, nieces, nephews, next door neighbors, godchildren, and you see that baby, you see that child, you see that teenager, you see that young adult, you call them. You don't call them by what they're doing right now, you call them by where they're going. When I would always, raising my sons, I would always call them Sons of Thunder. Good morning, Son of Thunder. Good morning, son of thunder. It didn't matter if they understood it. We talked about what that was, but I I didn't wait until they understood it. I would always call them sons of thunder. So God calls us by where he sees we are going. How does he see that? Because he created us. (laughs) He already knows. He's not calling us by jailbirds. We do that. Man does that. He's not calling us a crackhead. Man does that. He's not calling us weak-minded. Man does that. He told us that the weak say they are strong. Okay. It is God's confidence in his own word by which he calls us. God is confident in the effectiveness of your purpose, even if you don't know what your purpose is yet. And if someone could uh, mute their phone, please just check your phone. Just take a look at it and um, see if you came off of with mute. God is confident in what he created in you. He did not make a mistake. God did not make a mistake. He's confident in what he created in you. What he put in you is already established. God doesn't have to do nothing. Now, listening to the story and the statements after we're going somewhere. This is the part of a buildup. Think about the story of Gideon. God had a purpose for him. He didn't have a clue. He was living his life based on his environment. He was living his life based on his family status. He was living his life based on what he heard, what the elders talked about what he was told he could and could not do. He was living his life based on the words that was said to him, how he was raised. This is what you are. These are your limitations. And Gideon believed. His environment, he believed. His tribe's status, he believed. His status as a son, his positioning in his father's house, he believed. His tribe passed along traditions, traditional words, traditional ways, what the elders believed, so everybody else believed it. Now I have to ask a question, and I'm going to ask a series of questions throughout this declaration. So if you have a pen, and paper or your laptop, it's going to be great. You're going to need it because we're going to ask some self-seeking questions. And it's not going to end as a cliffhanger, but it's gonna end with a little homework, okay? So here is the first question. And I, I I I would like for you to write this down and nobody is reading your paper and if somebody is, you know, ask them not to read it. <laughs> this is personal. You can be honest. You can be completely free and release and honest with God. Right now, if we just take a deep breath in, just hold it for two seconds and push it all the way out. And just release. Fear of what people think, what people would say. Even those of us who say, I don't care what people think, I don't care what people say. When we make choices in life outside of the obedience of God's word, we have believed something that someone has said to us something, in some way we were taught something and we believed what we were taught. So our actions dictate our belief. Our actions dictate belief. So our first question, what is a purpose Blocker. What do you feel is a purpose blocker for you? What's a purpose blocker for you? What is a purpose blocker? A purpose blocker is anything that will take you, your heart, your time, your faith, your belief, away from God. Words are powerful. Words can change the trajectory of your life. But listen to this. Words can change the trajectory of your life, not your purpose. Your purpose cannot be changed. God does not change your purpose. There's many components in life that you would fulfill, but you have a purpose. Your purpose is like your umbrella. I don't know, back in the day, there used to be a commercial that came out about Traveler's Insurance. And Traveler's Insurance had this red umbrella. And this red umbrella had all these other things under it, all these under assets, uh, other assets that, Travelers insurance did. They had car insurance, home insurance, fire insurance, liability. They had all these things under it. Your purpose cannot be changed, but words can change the trajectory of your life. Words that you've heard, words that you have spoken, you've believed the words that you heard. So let, let I I want you to open your heart and listen to this scripture. And this scripture talks about words. And um, I I take the beginning of the the scripture. We hear the scripture all the time. But I don't know if we've taken the time to dig in deep,
1: deep.
2: (laughs) And I'm not talking about book knowledge, and I'm not talking about being a scholar of the word, because philosophers are scholars of the word, too but they don't have an ounce of the Holy Spirit in them. The Holy Spirit needs to direct us as we study his word, as we eat his word, so we can conceive his word. So 1 Timothy 1, 4, I believe 4 through 6. I don't think I wrote down 4 through 6, but I'm going to give you 1 Timothy 1, 4 through 6. 4, 4 through 6. Write down. Uno momento. Sorry, I thought I wrote it down. I wrote about it, but I did not write it down. One moment, please. Hold the line. First, First Timothy one and four. Okay. I am going to read this from a couple of translations. I'm going to start off with the Passion Translation. I love the Passion Translation. First Timothy one and four. Here we go. This says to we'll start at three, and this is um, okay. Here we go. As I urge you, when I left for Macedonia, I'm asking that you remain in Ephesus to instruct them not to teach or follow the error of deceptive doctrines. So even in three, do not follow the error. Of deceptive doctrines. How would we follow the error of deceptive doctrines? We would follow it by first believing that it is right. Belief is powerful. When you hear something, don't take it lightly. Don't take it lightly. When you've heard something that's not right, and when the Holy Spirit shows you or it just don't feel good, it doesn't turn over like "Mm, that don't sound right. Chase those words and take them captive, you better chase them because it will turn into something else. Listen, okay. It says, instruct them not to teach or follow the error of deceptive doctrines, nor pay attention to cultural myths, traditions, or the endless study of genealogy. Those those digressions only breed controversies and debates. They are devoid of power that builds up and strengthens the church in the faith of God. They are devoid of power that builds up and strengthens the church. The church is us in the faith of God. These things are devoid of power that would build us up and i am going to
4: read this in the
2: no i'm going to leave it right there i'm going to leave it right there with that translation so listen well i am going to do king let me let me just do the beginning of the king james version because i want to make a point with a word here we go This says, neither give heed to fables, endless genealogies, which minister questions, rather than godly edifying, which is in faith, so do. Okay. So, he was telling Timothy, don't listen to these traditions that have been passed down. Listen, he's trying to show the urgency and the seriousness of listening to tradition and words and what you can do and what you can't do because it will disengage, disconnect Disrupt our belief patterns. It will disengage. It will disrupt our belief patterns to discover why we are here. Remember, Gideon heard all this stuff, Gideon believed all this stuff. Idle talk is not just someone talking about, I didn't like his cufflinks. I didn't like his tie. He thinks he's something, you know, I don't know. He, his hair wasn't cut right. His line was off. His top, you know, his line on his forehead was way too back. Who cut his hair? That's not the simplicity of what the word is talking about. Idle talk disengages, idle talk disconnects, idle talk disrupts. These idle talks will lead to belief patterns that would lead us away from our purpose. I hope that you are still with me. These are valued words. When we hear words, especially from key figures in our lives, they become valued words. They disengage, they disconnect, they disrupt our belief patterns to follow out, discover, or even know why we are alive. What is our purpose on the earth? These idle words can get into your spirit and turn your heart away from God. So God says, don't do it. Listen, this is the result. Words are not lightweight. It's not something just to brush off. That saying that used to say, sticks and stones will break my bones and words will never hurt me, that was from the pit of hell. You see how the devil will release something in the land and people will take it on and repeat it and repeat it and repeat it and make it be something really small and simple. He's so strategic. We've heard it, we've repeated it, teach it to our children. I don't care what they say, just don't let them touch you, don't let them hit you. No, 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 no. We need to back that thing up beep, 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 beep. Mm -mm. So, what talk have you believed about you? If you know your purpose, what Talk, have you believed about your purpose? If you can, when you can, who's allowing you to do it? Are you stuck waiting for for the okay for someone to tell you what you know that God has already established you in? And, again, I'm sure we have a plethora of people that know their purpose. Some people don't know their purpose. Some people are seeking purpose. And some people may be saying, hey, I do not even know I needed to know what my purpose was. But those of you who do know or may have an inclination of it, what really is going on in your heart about it? Are you stuck in tradition? What traditions are blocking you? What is it that you believe that's a tradition that is blocking you? How would I know if it's a tradition? Is it in the word what does the word say? What, what did God what, what, what did you go to the word of God and ask the Holy Spirit to give you revelation? He will, I promise you He will. Our purpose has a significant value in the earth. You would not have been created. Do we realize that out of millions of sperms, one, which is you, me, made it, (laughs) swam its little way. Do you realize the power in that? You have significant value in the earth. So let's go down before we get into our questions. I'm going to give you another scripture so that we can um, keep going with this word and let it just turn over in. Let's go to Ephesians 2 and 10. And I love this scripture. And people may not relate this to purpose, but I want to break it down just a little bit. So Ephesians 2 and 10. For we are Christ's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which He prepared in advance for us to do. Listening to this, you'll hear our purpose in Christ was planned, was pre-planned, not made up as we go. It's not simply what do you have passion for your passion does not come first and it's not just passion alone but it is the passion for the purpose it's the passion for the purpose passion calling desire all of those things come out of purpose your purpose never changes There's many things you will do. You may be called to this country. You may be called to this nation. You may be called to do this or to do that. You have desires. You have pass you become passionate about these things. It's still all under your purpose. So if you study Ephesians 2 and 10, there are a very few significant words I want you to take a look at in your time of study. For we are Christ's workmanship. Created in Christ. His workmanship. He created us. Created in Christ. He worked everything about us. He set it up. (laughs) He said, This is how I'm going to make her. Created in Christ to do good works. Purpose. We were crafted on purpose for a purpose. Created in Christ to do good works. So we are created in Christ. So our, our purpose can't fail. Our purpose cannot fail. When did God fail? Whenever did he fail? He cannot fail. He could not lie. God prepared this in advance before the foundation of the world. We have authority and the right to do so. We've been given authority and the right to carry out our God-given purpose, what we were created for. We were his workmanship he worked us up, he created us for his purpose. Here's some more food for thought. Have you ever thought, now some of us have been, our journey in life up until now has had many things, quite a few things have gone on. Have you ever thought, Saying, oh my goodness, How could God have called me or created me to do something and I'm in such a mess? If God called me to do this, if this is a part of my purpose and right now I'm called to these people or to this or to these children or to do what I'm doing, to write, to make, to create, and everything is going wrong, how could this be so? Then you'd go over to the scripture where God's grace is perfect. And God's grace is perfect and created to glorify God. So it doesn't mean that because of a disruption, that this is not your purpose. It doesn't mean because of mishaps, wrong moves, that God doesn't use you anymore, that God doesn't need you for what he called you for. And remember, we, we still all have a will. You still have a will. You can say yes, or you can say no. A lot of people talk about, excuse me, a plan. I believe God does not have a plan for your life, He has a purpose for your life. And if you study the words that you read and even go back and find, Lord, what was the, it's in the New Testament, what was the Hebrew word for the word that was translated? So I want to go over real quick to Jeremiah 29 and 11. And we know this and we quote it the plan. That God has for us. Have we ever looked at that word plan? Have we ever searched it out and what the word plans mean in Hebrew? I did just a little, little research. <laughs> and this word is hashab. And then there is a noun of it called mahashava. And listen, that means purpose. Goal, target, project, think, thought, design, invention. Whoa, right? So how about we say Jeremiah 29, 11, The purpose that I have for you. Wow. I don't know. That that blessed me. I hope it blessed you too. God has lots of ways to get you all together. (laughs) He got so many ways to get your top button on your shirt unbuttoned so you can say yes. So many ways. So when we run into walls, you know, some of us have gone to jail. Some of us have quit. Some of us have um, almost gone to jail. Some of us have done things that we feel so, oh, or we felt we should we should be in a place of felt, especially if we have repented. We should be in a place of felt, not feel. Because what does God say? When we repent, He said, "I blot it out. I throw it. I cast it." And you know, casting is a violent. It's like a ugh. That's what cast means. He said, "I cast it into the sea of forgetfulness. Did I remember it no more." So we should be in a place of felt, not feeling, God, I messed up, and God, I this and this. He said, repent, turn from it. I forgive you. Now stop it. It's like we tell our kids. When they sit in there crying and they, <laughs> <laughs> and they get a song with it, and, <laughs> and you tell, look, that's enough. Hey, 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 hey. The same thing he said. <laughs> That's what he's saying to us. That's us. I, I, I was in jail, and, and, and I did all that. God, and I stole, stole, stole all that. <laughs> he like, stop it. You repented. You repented. Threw it into the sea. I cast it violently, like an atomic bomb, into the sea. Stop it. What do you think? <laughs> Listen, we may think we messed up something completely. God will chase you down. He will chase you down. Your purpose. What did he do? He went not found Gideon. Like, nah, I ain't even addressing what you addressing, Gideon. I'm only going to address you for who I know I made you to be. You must fulfill purpose. So listen, God had an answer before you had a problem. We got to remember that. God is always previous. I love that. God is always previous. He says, I declare the end in the beginning. He's always previous. He didn't just make you up. He didn't just come up with an idea. So this month, we've learned a, we've learned quite a bit about this year, about uh, purpose. We have so much knowledge. We got so many nuggets. You've received things. I hope you've been taking notes. So I'm going to drop down, and I'm getting ready to close with a few questions. Remember, purpose leaves clues. So I want you to take a look at your aha moment. I want you to ask yourself some questions because purpose leaves clues. Everything must have a purpose. You come with a cheat sheet. You come with instructions. Everything that's created has a guide. It tells you this is what you need to do if this happens. If you see this, this is what should happen. This is what's supposed to be happening. Okay? So here are our first questions. Remember, purpose leaves clues. Here are some areas I'd like for you to consider. This may not be for everyone, but I do know, I do know that this is for someone. Number one. Fear of the purpose staller. What is the reason for your fear? Now, be honest. What is the reason for your fear of moving forward? What is the reason for your fear of moving forward? And I want you to open up your heart, even if you're saying, I'm, I'm, I'm working in my purpose. So within working in your purpose, You have some thoughts that run through your mind. Should I do this? I shouldn't do that. How is that going to
4: look? Or
2: I don't know. They may not accept that. Somebody might think I'm this or somebody might think I'm that. And you may have built up a callus around those types of words and those types of feelings. And now it's become arrogant. And now it's become presumptuous. Now it's become pompous. That's not of God. Do you hide your uniqueness? Do you dummy down or conform to your environment? Do you dummy down so you won't appear different? Here's a big one. Do you know why you are here? Do you know why you are on this earth? Have you been able to clearly define your purpose? Purpose leaves clues. What patterns have you seen in your life that lead you to what, that has led you to what you're saying is your purpose? Have you taken the time to look back? God always leaves clues. God always leaves clues. Have you accepted your purpose? And lastly, this is something I want you to ponder, even right now. And I'm pausing because I want you to think. Who told you that you were not good enough? Who told you that right now you can't operate in what God has told you to operate in? Those type of words, those words, when people speak to us in that way, they carry intention. And they can be very damaging. They can stall us. They can cause us to completely abandon our beliefs, our faith our heart's desires. Purpose leaves clues. Even if someone told you, it could have been a parent, teacher, clergy. It could have said, hey, this is what your purpose is, and this is what I believe God is saying. Purpose leaves clues. Does that match up to your heart? And even if it doesn't match up to your heart, there is a clue. If it's real, there's a clue in your life. As a child, a teenager, something, somewhere about what your belief and your purpose is right now, it showed up. So I want to end this here and just thank God for his word. Thank God for the richness of the soil that his word has fell upon. I want to leave this right here and just honor God as we process these questions, as we just relax and be honest with him, fearless, fearlessly honest, He's our Papa, he loves us, he created us for good works. We are his craftsmanship, his workmanship. We are his workmanship and Papa loves us. Our bumps and our bruises, our wrong turns, our ups and our downs, he loves us. He's always redeeming. He is a redemptive God. He redeems. Nothing has changed our purpose. He's always previous. And remember, God had an answer before you had the problem. So that does not stop, negate, black out your purpose. God bless you. I pray that that blessed you. So we will um, move on into our love, life, and victory portion. I won't be very long. I was a little lengthy with this. I do have to get ready for work in just a little bit, but I do want to open up the line for those to say good morning that was not able to say good morning um, earlier with our beautiful Miss Susie. So God bless you. Um, welcome to Love, Life, and Victory. If Is there anyone who didn't get a chance to say hello this morning would like to jump on and say hello?
0: Good morning, good morning Angela. It's Diane. Great declaration.
2: Thank you, Diane. And I heard someone else. Good morning, Diane.
1: Good morning, ma'am. My name is Busola. Thank you for being a blessing.
2: Oh, God bless you. Did you say Drusella with a D?
1: It's a B, B
2: as in boy, Busola. Busola. God bless you, Busola. Thank you so much. Good morning,
4: Chantel. Thank you. And very beautiful. There were a lot of aha moments. (laughs) Can I say that? Praise God. Thank you. Praise God. Oh, my pleasure. Praise God. Good morning, Angela, my
2: sister. Hey, my
0: sister.
4: Hey,
2: good
0: morning.
4: Good
0: morning. Good morning, Angela, Rochelle. Thank you for
4: backing the thing up. (laughs) Good morning, Rochelle.
2: Good morning. God bless you. My pleasure.
0: Good morning. This is Janae. Thank you for
1: your declaration.
2: Oh, God bless you. Good morning, Janae. Okay. Well, I do want to open it up now if anyone had any questions. Um. If anyone had any questions or would like for me to go over the um, the questions again,
4: um, any comments? Angela. Yes, ma'am. It's Dee, Dee. I'm trying to jump in. Good morning. I'm one of Good those that pop ooh, pop on in real quick. But wow. So my purpose, I know, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, you know my story. Didn't know that all the tragedy. And loss that I was going to experience was going to lead me to my purpose. Long story short, 95, when I had my youngest and almost died, and the Holy Spirit said, no, not yet. You have work to do. Didn't know that that work was going to include all the young lives. And I'm saying still to this day, I have so many babies under me, like I'm mama, I'm auntie. They've been in my house. Even as a single mother, all the hell that I went through was my purpose was to be like a, a vessel, it's, it's, you know. I feel like the the Harriet Tubman of the
0: kids, <laughs> especially
4: yeah. these, these young black, right. these young black boys. I have so many nephews, Armani's age, um, that truly love me. I mean, I've been to weddings and they they call me. They share everything with me. Every day, I get yeah. maybe three or four or five just coming to me for stuff, life stuff, wisdom wow. stuff. But the biggest thing is that they even, as radical as crazy as I am, they see the God in me because guess what? Mm-hmm. Because of what I've shown them, they've been at my house. They've seen me for real, for real. They love the Lord. You know what I mean? Yeah. No matter what they're going through, they know how to pray, their faith is strong. So I'm grateful for that. And I know that now. I mean, I, I never, I have some doubt coming kind of, you know, at first with the divorce and all that stuff, but God re- reassured me even when I didn't die after having Alyssa because I needed to be here, right? So I yes. get that part. And something that you said really makes me think, I joke and I play with this astrology, but I don't because I know what it is, taking spiritual warfare will get you together. I'm not a Scorpio because I was born in November, but you know people get caught up in that. That's not my thing. Study it for yourself. But when you were talking about um, things that were just passed down and things we believe without studying it, it's a lot of believers that be talking about, oh, let me go burn some sage in my house. What are you going to do that for? That's smudging. Check your stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, right. there are things that we, we fall into that we really mm-hmm. should be careful with. So you yes. open up a lot of stuff before we just go with the flow and, and say stuff. Go find out where that origin is because I used to laugh at, at people. I grab burns and sage. You better put. The, I cook with sage. I like the way it smells. But
1: just,
4: you, you got to be careful. For, for thank you for this morning. Yes. I love you <laughs> Praise God, I love you too. Love you, love you, love you to life. Oh my God,
2: that is so true. Yeah, no, gotta check the origin. Gotta check it. Mm-mm. Yes, sage <coughs> is good to cook with. Hello. Yes.
4: Okay. Can you um um tell me finish number five for me about the patterns? What patterns? Um, what patterns have mm-hmm. you seen in your life? It did you finish with that? It had to, I don't know what the last part was.
2: Okay. Uh, what patterns have you seen in your life that led you to what you're saying is your purpose?
4: Okay. And thank you for that. Because when um, when you said that uh, Ephesians 2 and 10 helped me to back that thing up, that was an eye opener. I was like, wait, you did say that about me. Oh my God, what yeah. am I doing? So that, that was wonderful. Your declaration was right on point. Um, you know, I, I don't like to keep harboring on stuff, but this was such um, an on time declaration. They all are, but today hit, you know, really hard because of stuff that I'm going through with my siblings. So Mm -hmm. this right here, um, just gave me, and when you, that breath of fresh air, I really did it and I really felt better. So I thank God for you on today. Um, bless you.
2: Oh, praise God. Praise God. Yes. That's who to God be the glory. Praise God. Yes. When I read that scripture. Man, all the stuff that I've heard growing up and just even in, in adulthood, even going through things, even going through um, um, a, a long-term 20-something-year friendship, just being busted apart through divorce. Is, it, when I got to Ephesians 2 and 10, I'm like, what? And, you know, I've read this scripture over and over and over throughout life, throughout life, and just really just it hadn't taken it to heart. But God bless you. I praise God and thank God that you were blessed. Yes, Lord. Yes, Papa. Okay. Is there anyone else? Anyone else? Well, if there is no one else, um, I truly, truly thank God. In the beginning of this declaration, and I had wrote down that um, this may not be for everyone, but it is for someone, and I thank God for fulfilling that. so let us remember that fear is a perfect scholar. And the things that we go through are bumps and bruises, challenges, distractions, disruptions. They never, never take take away our purpose. Never take away our purpose. Never take away our purpose. So God bless you all. I will release the rest of your morning to you. Um, we thank you, those of you, And I didn't ask, I am so sorry, is there any first-time callers? Is there any first-time callers? I just want to acknowledge you. No? Okay. Okay. Um, God bless you all. Declare victory. We will all see you tomorrow morning. Same time, same number. God bless you. Enjoy your day. Be a blessing to someone today. Tell someone that you love them. Give somebody a compliment today. Even if they, that's a cute mask you have on. Oh, I like your mask, man. (laughs) Make somebody's day. You just never know simple words like that. Um, They really, really... um, Uh, Make a person stay. You don't know what people are dealing with going through unless they have told you they can look good, they can look polished, they can look like they have it all together, but on the inside they are crushed. And that very one word you say to them will unlock something on the inside that will make them say, God, you really did hear me. You never know how God is going to use you. So God bless you. I release the rest of your morning to you. God bless you. I will see you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., same number. Have a great and wonderful day. Love you all. Declare victory, family. Bye-bye.
4: God bless you. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a blessed day, everyone. Love you, bye. Have a blessed day. I, I,
1: yeah. Have a blessed day. Thank you. i <laughs>